everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Listen to Your Parents podcast. I'm Matt with my lovely wife, Jen, here in Pittsburgh. Honey, how are you doing? How are you? <laughs> well, do you, would you care to elaborate on that for everybody before we listen to other people's problems? Or would you just like... <laughs> Everyone is on my nerves. Yeah. This house is going to become Survivor pretty soon. <laughs> Uh, somebody's gonna get voted off. <laughs> Cheers. Is it gonna be Good luck, man. I hope it's me. Please be me. <laughs> can, can it be me? <laughs> um, online learning started Monday, and I quit on the first day. After after well, telling my oldest that you have to wear pants to online learn. Uh, that thing You're go so over. Strict in your house. So mean. So, so strict. Well, come on. <laughs> All right, let's let's introduce some disembodied voices here for everybody before you get carried away here. Just give me chance to catch your breath and you know grab your favorite beverage. Uh, you hear over there that is uh you heard them on a past episode, Chris and Elena from Buffalo, my cousin and his wife. And uh, how you guys doing? We're hanging in there just like everybody else, I feel like. <laughs> sometimes it's a hug, sometimes it's a strangle on my neck, but somehow there's always contact, at least between the two of us. Because right. we can't leave each other. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and joining us uh, first time on the podcast tonight, our friend Tina, who is living in Seattle. Uh, Tina, how are you doing? Um, taking it one day at a time, surviving. <laughs> yeah. Um, we always kind of introduce people. Just let us know, Kyla, what is the life-work situation for you right now? Kids, works, you know, all that stuff. Um, so I'm an essential worker. First off, I do case management for homeless veterans, um, providing them supportive services if they need be. But obviously, for foregone conclusion, it's trying to get them into permanent housing. Mm-hmm. Um, I It's just me. <laughs> no like really support system out here just raising my 11 year old son uh, <laughs> now you you mentioned he just had a birthday not yet um his birthday is not until next month but still i mean i mean we were talking about this that this seems to keep coming up because it seems all our kids are having birthdays this time of year and it is it is tough yeah it's tough for them i mean there's there's really nothing you can do no not not essentially um so this is the we usually have a tradition because his birthday is like mid-may and that's when like all the summer blockbusters come out particularly marvel his favorite Uh, comes out so we always go to do free comic book day the first weekend uh, of may red robin uh, and then the then the marvel movie that comes out so um, our governor just came out today that the order, the stay-at-home order, has been extended to May fourth, <laughs> and so our birthday, our usual birthday tradition, he for the first time in like eight years, we can't do, uh, and he was visibly heartbroken. Uh, yeah, we just had our son's birthday. Mar- the first day that we had our stay-at-home order was his birthday. <laughs> And I know Noah just had a birthday too. And it's so crazy how it like really kind of 
makes you feel like there's nothing you can do. And it takes home when the traditions and things that you depend on are even stripped mm-hmm. away from you. Yeah. Although I have a tip. I don't know if this is even possible. We just participated in a birthday parade. <laughs> I don't know if you've heard about this. Um, uh, what is that? So like uh, my friend had a daughter who was turning 13 and she organized all of their friends to come and drive by her house at at five o'clock on whatever day it was. was I don't remember. It was a surprise. She didn't know anything about it. And everyone made signs and hung them out their window and like played music for her. It was really kind of a close Everybody doing their own thing as you went by in your car and just waved to them. Stay obnoxious. Oh, that is, that's a cool idea. Yeah, you could just have his friends or whatever. You know, it doesn't have to be like family. It could be anybody. It could be like your friends, his friends, anybody it that wants be to. Even like a costume thing, I guess, where you yeah. dress up as superheroes and such. Oh, that'd be fun too. You could have a theme. Mm-hmm. You could have a Marvel theme. Yeah. <laughs> it would be cool. Um, but the unfortunate thing about it, we live in an apartment complex, so that yeah. would be a little bit. Oh, I can still drive by, look out the window. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, and it would be more difficult. Yeah, and that's the interesting thing too is that everyone's in different environments, whether it's uh, suburban versus city, and then also how strict things are there. So I'd like to hear more about, like, if you went to an open area, is that something that you would even be able to drive by, like in a parking lot or something like that, yeah. or, or things Depends. like that, or even on the uh, um, on on the off list? Um, that's pretty much on the off list. Like, you can like do something like take walks for like mental health but like as for like being in like you can't like literally can't be um have no more than group a group of 10 social distancing all that stuff yeah did you get any like um directives from like the folks who run the apartment complex or anything like that or has it kind of been everyone for themselves a little bit um everything is shut down like our (laughs) leasing office went virtual um what was his saving grace is that he was able to go to like our half um, half court basketball um, mm-hmm. in, in our um, inside our clubhouse. Can't do that. And just recently they um, as well as did all the close all the outside amenities to the playgrounds and stuff too. So it's literally just stay at home. Wow. Yeah. Um, it's our life. All right. So since we got the ball rolling, Tina, since you live in Seattle, and this was like one of the first areas of the country to really catch this, you were here, you were in the middle of this before all of us out here in the East were really taking it very seriously. It was still, you know, I don't want to say we were making jokes, but look, we were making jokes. All right. <laughs> you were. <laughs> there was like you Corona were. beer jokes and things like that. And I distinctly remember, and I don't know if it was like late January, early February, somewhere around, maybe even that early. Uh, but you were just like, this isn't funny, guys. Like, you shouldn't be making jokes. And, like, I mean, I'm saying it because you were right. But, um, like, how far back, like, when did things really start to change for you out, out west? Um, I want to say, oh, gosh, late February. Like, mid, I want to say mid to late February um, wow. is when they started. Um, when they started, like, actually, like thinking about like more prevention um was it? no actually it was early march i apologize like early mid march so um like that's like um 
is when they start shutting down the bars, like restaurants, public gatherings. Actually, it was at first it was no more than fifty people, mm-hmm. um, as the state as the as I mentioned before, um, it was the the major Seattle area, which is um, the three counties out here. Um, and then uh, once it slowly increased, that's when everything went statewide. Um, can you pers- still do takeout? Yeah, we can still do takeout and delivery. We just can't dine in. Um, yeah. yeah um, okay. Major things like Starbucks, like their cafes is closed. But if they have a drive through you can still do. That's yeah. how ours is too, yeah. Yeah, yeah that's how ours is. Yeah. So- Although... Just getting back to like, what were you feeling like as, were you feeling like the rest of the, like the, like the rest of the nation was kind of like grasping this at first? Cause I got the sense from talking to you back then that you were sensing that not everyone was, no had the full understanding of what was going on. Yeah. No one. Um, and I guess it was just me because of what I do, um, for work. Um, essentially I ha- I have to treat it. You, you always have to have a backup plan or a contingency plan when it comes to any major illness and just like common sense and then ramp it up. But alas. <laughs> yeah. So what's, um, I mean, it feels like, I mean, obviously you've been in the middle of all these extra precautions and being stuck inside for all these time longer than most of us out here in the East have been. So just like, I don't know, like you want to give us a preview of what the next week or so is <laughs> going to be like? Cause you know, that this is last interest- one wasn't so great. So that is the interesting thing about it. I don't have to stay inside because I'm a central worker. Yeah. Um, I guess to give our listeners an idea of what I do, I um, provide case management services for homeless veterans um, that's essentially meeting them where they're at, trying to get them supportive services, whether it's substance abuse, mental health, but the ultimate employment, but the ultimate goal literally is to get them into permanent housing. Sure. Um, so I'm, st- I still have to commute to my office every day. Um, but I can't do a major function, which is outreach. So meeting veterans at the shelters, meeting veterans at different, um, different direct service sites. Sometimes I, with, with, um, escorts, I do have to go into the, um, homeless encampments a lot of the time to try to get services to veterans. Um, so that is on hold for a little while as well as like the multiple, like the gatherings for trainings and stuff like that. But essentially my job hasn't changed. Yeah. It was just, uh, but of course, just extra precautions and stuff. So just be more contingent on hand washing, disinfecting, stuff like that, especially who we're dealing with, the population that I deal with mostly, and then our, for our own health. Well, how, how much have things changed for kind of the homeless population since you're maybe not interacting as directly with them right now, but you probably, I would guess you have a sense for like how things may have changed or not in some of those encampments or shelters or whatnot. Um, it, it's changed quite a bit. Because they're actually, I just had a call about this today. Um, they're a lot more terrified than we are, and, and it should be the other in in a sense, like um, because they uh, being out in the streets, you are vulnerable to all different kinds of stuff. 
So in a sense, um, if they come here or if they contract it in some way, form or another, um, that could be added on to whatever the ailment that they have. So, and then there's a thing like if you, um, and once you do are contracted or you do like you have the symptoms, you have to go into isolation and that can be very traumatic for someone mm-hmm. who's been living on the street, who's not used to being in some place in sure. on their own. So it, it yeah. definitely messes with the psyche. Yeah. And then it, we were not going to go into the like vulnerable populations of health issues as well as age as well. Right. Yeah. Age is probably a big factor there. I assume that a lot of them are, or older given the condition, but um, not always. Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah. How's um how's your son handling all this? Um, he he feels pretty isolated just because, as I mentioned before, it's just me and him out here. We do have little support, um, like as like a few friends, but other than that, it's just been pretty much us two. So, but he he's more um, subdued or his feelings are kind of hurt more than he would like to admit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sorry. It's bad time of year for allergies. Bless you. <laughs> I, I know for us personally, it's been tough. We've got two sons. Um, one just turned 13. The other one is 10. Uh, our 13 year old needs a little bit more attention than our 10 year old needs. Although our 10 year old will never let you believe that. No, but <laughs> never. I know that it's been tough on our 10 year old um, because of just of, of how much of our attention has to go to Noah sure. that Mason's kind of has oftentimes been kind of like Mason, you've just got to go and do your thing somewhere else, you know? Yeah. And uh, it's hard to make him understand that. I'm sure he's feeling some of that um, isolation <laughs> too. That's actually mm-hmm. quite the opposite. Our extent our usually the extent of the conversation is how's work. It was okay. What'd you do? Yada, yada, yada. Okay. What do you want for dinner? I don't know. What do you want for dinner? <laughs> I was like, what else? What chore did you do today? Did you do the chore that on the whiteboard today? He's like, I think I did. But other than that, yeah. So um, are you at work full time? Like how I, do you homeschool him? I don't. <laughs> okay. It, it's pretty much self-guided. Yeah. I, wow, and I yeah. should mention, I do not invest in childcare. He yeah. pretty much, um, He's pretty much um, pretty much independent on his own. Um, he sure. does the he does his chores like he's supposed to. Um, depending awesome. on what we decide on dinner, he does the basic prep for dinner and stuff like that. Oh. That's nice. Yeah, I was wondering about that because one thing that I'm really struggling with right now is is the homeschooling aspect. And you know, I know everyone's just kind of making it up as they go, but it's been it's been a bit of a challenge, especially with two middle schoolers that have like five six teachers each so it's me filtering through all of their emails every morning and trying to figure out what they want them to do today and mm-hmm. it's I and I'm like lucky I have an education background and I am able to provide but I think about people like my sister who's a nurse and a single parent and she can't sit there and do that like she still has to go to work so it's kind of crazy when she gets a phone call from the counselor saying, Hey, 
are you able to get the work done? I see you didn't hand in mm-hmm. an assignment. It's like, are you are you kidding me right now? <laughs> yeah, and um, and to be candid, um, I did. I still do have that little bit of that struggle with him turning in assignments. Sure, um, sure. Especially with him, he um, he is a special needs child. Yeah. And just due to him having um, ADHD and oppositional defiance disorder, uh, so but having but um, at least having that set routine making sure he hits his benchmarks once he sees what he's supposed to do. It's just fine. Yeah. Well, that's good. It's good for you. I mean, I'm sure there's other people that are in different circumstances that have more difficulty, you know, or high schoolers that are babysitting the younger kids that can't get their work done. It's, you know, and kind of funny. The thing that's interesting to me is that when they're in their normal day at middle school, I think we're all talking about the same age with our, our children is that when they're there, they're um, expected to kind of do their own stuff. They take their own assignments. We hardly ever hear from the teachers. And I'm starting to think there's a big disparity where they're relying on the parents to filter through all the emails now to figure out what their kids should be doing. And then the question is, isn't that too much? Shouldn't it be enough where the kid still has that Well, and they do on some level. They do, but they can't handle it. It's not uniform. It's not uniform. It's hard for me to go through. So. One yeah. of the things that also comes up then, because that, that, that's my own gripe, is like, look, before you, they were all independent, and now you're expecting the parents to do all this. Um, the other one is that we're in three different states. We're in New York. We have uh, Governor Cuomo kind of hitting hard on everything. He that just he, took our spring break away, too. I mean, so we, now have we have to homework all the way through the teachers break. who got to justify their pay, which means the students have to justify their existence. And now to that point, it's even we don't even get a spring break. I that's wonder, uh, just at a high level, how are things in the other states that you guys Do you guys still have spring break? Yes. We just have um, Good Friday and Easter oh. Monday off. Is that so how it always we lost We lost a day. Oh, okay. oh you didn't so, have a whole week off, though. Yeah, we no. didn't have like a full. No, we didn't have a full thing. week off. We had six days off. We had Friday all the way through the next Monday. Uh, we, that- we, we, have, we had our normal. Um, we, we do have our normal spring break because it was nice. actually scheduled for April 13th through the 17th. So it it still I goes on. I think that's but, ours as well, but yeah, but um, ours not anymore. At least out here, um, still has it um, scheduled just as spring break. That's nice. Yeah. Fingers crossed it stays that way. <laughs> it's like you can't go on that vacation you paid for. Oh, and also you're going to be teaching your kids. <laughs> yeah. No, I I think I I think after last week I've done enough lying for right now. <laughs> Um, Jen, I think, do you want to talk about doing schoolwork at home? I quit. Yeah. Wait, <laughs> what? what? Did you quit? You did not quit because of the schools. Did you quit because of your kids? Is that what happened? Here? Oh, yeah. I quit because <laughs> of them. Are you writing thank you letters to, to their teachers right now? <laughs> you know, everybody at the start of next year, every teacher, because, I mean, they just have just homeroom. Like a main teacher, mm-hmm. I don't care. I'll give you whatever you want. <laughs> I think you said that already. Yeah, <laughs> trip to Hawaii. I'll give you a trip to Hawaii. <laughs> yeah, you know, my father-in-law's got a good timeshare. Yeah, maybe we can work out a deal. I mean, it, it's it's crazy. It, it's it's hard to. It's really challenging to kind of like find that sweet spot. Find like when they're in the zone, uh, especially for Noah. Um, he kind of, he kind of starts to, you could feel him like getting into like school mode 
later yeah. in the morning, almost lunchtime. And then you've got yeah. like, you've got like a two hour window between like 1130 and 130 when you can really operate everything outside of that. He's liable to want to do anything. You know, and, and what are we pointing out here is exactly when, when they get, they, they get the, the cues, the social cues and the triggers, like there's a school bus, you're getting into a classroom. There's people around you that are doing the same thing. You're supposed to sit here and conform. And when you do all those things, you get the magic, which is a, a teacher can stand in front of 35 of them and not just two and, and do their job. But when they're in their home in the area where they have their video games and their junk food and normally they get to play with their friends, they don't have any of those cues. And so you're trying to find that right resonance to do it. And oh, by the way, there's a whole bunch of adults that are just finding out how difficult it is to keep their own attention and work from home and do the things that are their real ambitions. And yet we're still expecting kids to, to conform to this. And you know, it's interesting. I taught pre-K um, before I was a stay-at-home mom. And you'd have like, as a, as a parent now, my kids gave up naps real early. I was thinking about this. They gave up know. naps really yeah, soon. But the funny <laughs> thing is like you go into a pre-K class and a kid who literally <laughs> never naps will fall asleep because guess what? Everyone else is. It's, so funny it's like they, the expectation. It's so funny they bring that up because there was a webcam on Dominic, our first child, who hardly napped at all. And I look at this webcam, I'm seeing him sleeping on a cot like he's in a cult along with <laughs> 10 of his peers and they're just like totally still. And I'm like, how, how are you getting what magic nap? trick is doing this right now? Like how are <laughs> and it's because they have those cues that everyone else is doing it. We have to do they it. And here they're with their parents and they routinely shout no to us if they hear us at all. Right. So, um, <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's so yeah. funny. Yeah. I, I, the, the cues is interesting. Cause I was, I, especially later this, Oh my God, what the heck happened in the other room? <laughs> <laughs> Wait a lot of I'm just blasting from the other room. The good news is we oh, only right heard back. it a little. Oh, we only heard it a little bit. For you guys, you're like, oh, that's just went through like everybody's blasting from the other room. Uh, anyway, um, getting back to when we were talking about kind of sending them cues, and uh, I did try this this morning. Uh, I tried to like kind of like almost like order them to get dressed for school in a way, but like you know, like yeah. kind of looser. And I was just like, yeah, go right. upstairs, change your damn shirt at least, <laughs> put on some deodorant. Brush your teeth. I cannot. I'm not dealing with this funk all day. And just, and then come back down, and then we'll talk. All right, and then we'll talk about what happens next. And um, and at least the house smelled a little better today. We didn't get any work done, but we didn't get much work done. I mean, this was this was a tough. It was a tough day today. Today was bad. Monday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. We 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 did okay. We kind of got what we needed to get done. Today was rough. Like they're ha both having like none of it. And it just like, it just comes in like, it's just waves of just like increasing like irritability with each other. Uh, and and I feel like as a society, we're putting way too much pressure on like academics. And I'm just like the mental health of my house right now. It's the mm -hmm. top. If it means we get literally nothing done and my kids all fail, I'm going to just take that and, and move on because I can't live in a house where I'm like making my kids cry while they're already stressed out with a heightened sense of crazy because they can't see their friends. I just, I don't know. I can't figure out what to do. But Dominic, however, my 13-year-old is now doing his homework in the morning on the phone with a friend. So that's motivating because then that they sounds like cheating. Together. Who well, cares? I mean, I'll do Please. it for them. Is that worse? Shooting <laughs> better than incomplete because I think that's where we're at. Right now. <laughs> <laughs> well, He's still going over the material. Today, 
with Mason today. He had just had it was just a worksheet, and then he just had to click on it and fill it out. And I was like, by fifteen minutes, I was done. And I was like, just give me your laptop. I'll type it. Tell me, I'll just type it for you. I do that with IXL. I I put the answers in for them because they like mistype and then you go back like six points. I'm like, no, I'm going to type in the answers and then it's right. Cause I don't want to do this any longer yeah. either. Like it's, it's not any, any wrong answer is a penalty for more time for everybody. We don't want that. Yeah. I get a lot of like um, stuff that came up this week was like, like they'll show you like, they'll show you a picture of something. All right. Like Mason's doing his like whatever science thing he had to do. There's like, this is a balance. This is a ruler. This is a test tube. And I'm looking at it. I'm like, is that a balance or they call it a scale? Was that a test tube or are they calling it a B? Like, what are they calling this crap now? Because, like, what is it these days? Sometimes, what are they using this stuff for? Like, you just like trying to like call back on your, like, it, it just, yeah, it, it reminds it's you that not it's not necessarily like what, <laughs> it's not necessarily how much you know. It's trying to figure out what they're trying to. That's true. Like, what they want you what, to what, say. What one interpretation of these two or three different items or phrases are they trying to like hammer home? Because, you know, you know, they're talking like mass and volume. I'm like, we could, this is like, you know, I'm like, no, there, there are not a million ways to do this. There's got to be one answer, the one they're looking for. What about the one that I said was a, was a magnifying glass? Oh, and it wasn't. And it was like a hand. It was a hand lens. A hand lens. It was lens. not a magnifying glass. <laughs> hand lens. And I'm like trying to I give it. I give it. <laughs> like, what's like, the point? I was like, I, I know I'm right. But I, according to them, I am not. <laughs> I was doing Dominic's math homework and he had to, he was doing circumference. And so first of all, I'm like, shoot, what, like what's circumference? Cause I haven't done this in a long time and it's two pi R. Right. And so two I'm like, but can it just be pi D? Like, why are we doing math twice here? <laughs> like, why am I taking the diameter and then having it and then doubling it again? That doesn't make sense. <laughs> yeah. You're dealing with all these nightmares that have, I mean, they've always been there, like, when the kids will bring home homework or assignments, and you, oh, yeah. you're looking at, like, whatever, like, the common core math and the stuff like that that looks sure. nothing like what you, you know, like you got it when you yeah. were a kid, and you're just, and now you're not only, like, having to, like, not only just, like, help them through it, but now you're, like, sitting there, you've got to, like, get it done with them. It's just... Mm-hmm. There um, was a meme in the beginning, and it was, like, uh, it was something about... When you're, for to all you co- Common Core kids, you're about to learn how to carry the one from your new homeschool teacher. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know what? We're going to do it this way from now on. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I think there was like a video on, oh gosh, I can't recall how long ago it was, about how to solve a problem. Um, how long does it take to solve a problem with the Common Core standards? And... Uh-huh how compared to how long it will take to make a cup of coffee (laughs) (laughs) compared to the old way like you solve the problem then you go make your coffee and then the person who's still doing the common core style is still trying to solve the problem (laughs) true you know and and with all the stuff with common core i you know i kind of get the idea that brains work differently so they give you like five different ways of doing it. But you have to master five different You've, ways. Then you have to master the way that would work for your brain and the other four brains that are not your brain. <laughs> and you have to perfect every one of them. Like, teach me four, five ways and let me pick the one. I always just do it one way. Yeah. That's always fine. So and by I mean, the way, carrying the one is okay. 
<laughs> and if you, yeah, yeah, try to teach me the one way. If I can't figure it out, I'll just accept the fact that I'm no good at math and I'll go through my life that way. I can live with that, you know? In your 40s and you finally accept I'll not be an accountant, all right? That's all. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'll find so, something else to do with myself. I, I, yeah. I learned the phrase, keep the change. Everybody wins. It's fine. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> I don't have to think about it. Oh, my gosh. Uh Tina, you got any nightmare homework, schoolwork things going on with Junior? Um, just when he gets like super frustrated when he can't get it right. So it, there's been times where he's actually thrown his notebook and I had to duck. <laughs> <laughs> we're, yeah. we're still work, we're still working on the emotional piece, but other yeah. than that, not particularly. He would just get, I guess, more or less likely, just when he gets super frustrated. He's still yeah. trying to figure out how to properly channel it. And it's difficult, too, because he's out of his environment where he he's like, well, I'm frustrated. I don't know how to do this. These are the steps I usually take. And now mm-hmm. he's like, no, I'm here at home. And my mom doesn't know it either. <laughs> or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not sure yeah. that's not necessarily the case. But, you know, like they're, everything is just so it. different. It's so crazy. And they don't yeah. want to hear it from us. Let's be honest. Yeah, I mean, the difference between being at school with a teacher that you potentially know absolutely nothing about right. to a to trying to do it in front of your parents who have seen every outburst and mm-hmm. moment of insanity that you've ever had in your entire life, yeah. you know, yeah. so the opportunities for outbursts are like just mm-hmm. unlimited Sure, because, uh, yeah. I mean, you feel more comfortable. Like, yeah. I think our kids get frustrated, too. And oh, yeah. there's. Yeah. 10,000 times more likely to just be like, screw this. I'm done. You know, like where are they? If they were in school, are they going to do that? (laughs) Is my son going to get up from his desk in the middle of math class and be like, you know what? I'm done. See you later. (laughs) But your son son who feels that way at school then goes home and does that to you because they've had it bottled up all day. And now they just let it loose. They have different reports. This is bull crap. Yeah, Yeah, that's a classic one. Oh, is that is that a phrase we're using now? Nice. I love it. Everything that comes out of my youngest son's mouth is deserves to be a needlepoint somewhere. (laughs) I get it. It's just one great quote after another. (laughs) My my favorite is "This is suffering." Oh, that's that's solid. Solid. Like wow. Any any phrases? Yeah, like let's capitalize on this. So in history today, we'll be learning about. <laughs> yeah, yeah some, some, you're going to see some real suffering. hard times today. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, right. Oh. Um, I don't want to get us. I, I don't want to run up against the end of our uh, time before we ask Tina about traveling via airplane during this whole thing. Because oh. Tina, you, I, I know it's a sad topic, um, but uh, I want you to share some of that experience. You had to fly with your son to Cincinnati recently. Uh, yeah. Um, so two weeks ago today, actually not too far from when you guys called me, I had gotten the call that my grandmother had um, unexpectedly passed away. Oh, I'm so sorry. So like me, I usually run on adrenaline, oddly enough. Um, Booked a flight. Uh, yeah. Um, cried. Cried when I cried within the moments I got the call after talking to my sister. Getting all my getting all my crying out before I got home to tell my son. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, and then um, was telling him, "Hey, we do have to go." Um, 
we do have we we do have we do have to go to there. He Were you still go. able to have a service? Were you still able to have a service? Like here, we're not allowed to have services anymore. Um, that was actually, we were, um, since it was back home in Ohio, it was just before the, um, uh, thank goodness. the, the stay at home yeah. order um, yeah. was made. Um, after like talking to him, having my friend talk to my son, we were able to finally get on a plane that night and get, go wow. home. Um, going wow. there. Um, at least our airport was busier than usual. So this is the, huh. this is the, this is the issue with why it's so big out here because we're, we have an international airport. Sure. So yeah. you're going to have a lot of international travelers. Yeah. Coming absolutely. From everywhere. Yeah. yeah. Hence why probably New York city is probably yeah. as, as yeah. we were discussing before, why That's that true. was, why it could be such a pandemic over yeah. there. That um, and a giant population in a small area, well, I think, is also correct. And, and you'll and you'll find it you'll find it similar here in um yeah I'm, in I'm the Seattle coach. area yeah um so like it was busy it was busier but you could tell it was like it wasn't busy 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 like a sure. airport normally would be yeah um there was, everybody was wearing masks wearing gloves so there was like you either looked like you were scrubbing in for surgery or you looked like Bane. Or you yeah. look like you're getting ready to paint something. <laughs> Those that that was the levels of like everybody like wearing masks. Yeah. Um, but other than that, planes were pretty empty. Yeah. The the flights was insanely cheap, like under yeah. under three hundred dollars for the both of us. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Please um, ride our planes. Crazy. Yeah. Yeah. I there think, was a. Okay. No, no, I, was, I didn't want to interrupt you. I was just I I was reminded that the. Had some footage from here in Pittsburgh. Apparently, they don't use all the runways at Pittsburgh's airport. So uh, one of the airlines decided they were just going to park all their planes here. Mm-hmm. And there's really? video from here in Pittsburgh's airport on one of the runways. There are just planes, nose to nose, like wow. dozens of them, as far as wow. you can see. Because I mean, Pittsburgh's airport uh, was built for a higher capacity than actually exists here in sure. Pittsburgh right now. Yeah. Uh, so we've got a lot of dead space out here. Um, huh. But um. Well, I know yeah. planes were still flying for a long time as ghost planes because they'd lose their terminal space if they didn't make their window. So they must have changed that or they wouldn't be able to do that, I guess. Quite possibly. Um, mm. yes. Flying back here, um, flying back here, our regional airport in Cincinnati, um, north, the northern Kentucky area was pretty much a ghost town. Huh. Um, our layover in Dallas was fairly busy and the, and again with the oh, same thing it's with, quite the um, trip Seattle there Tacoma. yeah yeah, Seattle, yeah. Tacoma National Airport. Wow. jen and i have passed through the northern kentucky regional airport many times uh from when i was living in georgia and even at its best <laughs> on the best travel days it was a nightmarish just l-scape of an airport like it's the worst thing i've ever been to Not one of the worst travel experience it was i don't who, who cares 20 Cinnabons could not have overtaken <laughs> what was going on at this airport. There's like three buildings. It's and that's a, it. It's a terrible. Uh, I got stuck at Terminal, terminal C. Oh, okay. Who's this kicking in? For 10 hours. Oh, no. What? Oh, 10 hours. Traveling. My very first time, not my very first time <laughs> flying in general, but the first time going down to Georgia to see him. I was stuck ten hours. Oh, wow! Yeah, and that's not even the worst part of the trip. 
<laughs> what was the worst? It wasn't seeing me. That was not oh. the worst. Like, that was the best <laughs> By then, I just wanted to go home. Like, forget <laughs> it. You know, couldn't wait to get back on I that plane. Get, like, I, just, I, just wanted, I just wanted to go home because from there to Columbia, South Carolina, but then, oh, we don't have any planes going out, so we're going to get you ground transportation. <laughs> so it was just me and this gentleman, and I'm I'm so tired, I can't sleep. I'm going through these swamps. I'm like, I'm going to end up dead. <laughs> and this is where I will meet the elevator. Uber. That's before Uber. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We've done that a few times. Yeah. The Midwest is always where you run into trouble. Well, I guess that's the question too. Is are things like everything is questionable now? Like, do you take Ubers? Even you know, like every time you go out of your house now, you're wondering if you're if you am I getting it right now? Is this when I get the the virus? <laughs> Yeah, because especially with Uber, you're closer. You're in closer contact than you would be on a bus. That's true. Yeah, it's true. Like, yeah, a lot of people. Don't I'm actually because I travel by bus to get to work a lot of the time, uh-huh. and I'm like thankful that there is. I, I, I this is actually kind of sad that I'm actually kind of thankful that there's no like everybody's staying at home because I can actually get a seat on a bus. I don't actually have to be have somebody who's like this close to my face on the bus. <laughs> sure, it's not bad. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I yeah. feel like I'm on a ride a plane right now because, like, it's going to be dead. There'll yeah. be no one there. It's like first class everywhere you go. Play <laughs> oh, yeah. across all the seats. That <laughs> just everything's just got to be the cleanest that it's ever it's been. Ever been. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're showing they have the fog machines now that they go between the planes and they fog out the. The, the seats. Um, so crazy. So it's good. I, I actually, I'm starting to wonder if this is the right time to try it's first class. cheap? Cl- first class. Oh my gosh, you can fly first class for think? nothing. <laughs> did, did you even look at the first class tickets? I bet you would have gone like you had champagne. Oh, like, I did. You would have had champagne. <laughs> no, I didn't check the first class seats. I was just like, like I said, I was just running on. Right. Yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah. <laughs> no, I wouldn't have even thought of it either. Yeah. I mean, I got, like I said, I got like, I got like a, um, I got like a red eye flight. No. For like under three hundred dollars, so yeah. yeah, to get last minute and just go, just that, yeah, for last minute. Yeah. Well, your boss had to yeah. fly, and he got a one way ticket for a hundred dollars, and there were three people on the plane. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he got a day of or the day before. Yeah. It was crazy. So just hop on the plane and go. Not nobody wants to go. Yeah, we yeah. see all the video of the the highways too, the rush hour highways, and there's just oh, no yeah. cars out there. We don't get there's to go out no and experience out it too much because we just. Most of us are just hanging out in our homes, but I mean, Tina, you're out there. You're seeing these empty roads too, right? Yeah, so. practically. Like, um, what would normally be because I transferred between two buses to get to work. What normally, what would be an hour and a half because of all the clogged freeways? Right. For me, only takes me maybe a little bit under about forty five minutes between wow. even what even what transfer, and that's enough time. I'm not supposed to be at work at nine. And I leave the house at like seven fifteen. Oh. I'm able to like stop at stop at my transfer station, get a cup of coffee, get a breakfast yeah. sandwich, and, just, nice. and then just get on my um go to work. The little perks of, of yeah. a big disturbance, right? Yeah. I wonder how much of it's gonna like stick too. Mm-hmm. People are like, you know what? I can actually yeah. work from home. Maybe I should continue this. Yeah. Or bosses be maybe being more open to it. Mm-hmm. Oh, I guess you did get some stuff done. Maybe yeah. that's not so bad, you know? Yeah. I don't, yeah, I don't, I don't think we're ever 
going all the way back to normal. Like I don't think so. Especially when, especially just talking about like work and school and stuff like that. Like there's got to be a lot of people out there just realizing how much easier it is to mm-hmm. just. You yeah. know, go to college from home or just sure. bosses who are like, I'm what's saving the, so much money. I don't that, need um, this office, you know? Phoenix? Mm-hmm. What is the, the uh, totally online school? What is it? Something? Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. University, University of Phoenix. Phoenix, 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 Phoenix yeah. They're, 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 uh, they're going to be like through the roof next year. Yeah. People are like, screw these well, like actual classes. It's more, than just the, <laughs> it's more than just the individual realization. It's the companies realizing that a lot of people are going to want that. And if you can accommodate that, you're going to get the better talent. That's true. It's going to be another one of those things that everyone's going to be looking for. Now, Chris here, I'm not sure if you know Tina, but he has been working from home for two years. I feel like so the entire his world life is, has not changed. The entire world is bending <laughs> to my lifestyle. We, you know, we had the little kids, so we could never leave the house as a, as a couple. That's true. And now you can watch movies at home. You can get food delivered. I, I've been working at home for a couple of years and, I'm like, yeah, come join me. And a this cool is good. Perk, like here in New York, there's a waiver that bars and restaurants not only can like serve you takeout, but they can give you takeout alcohol. It's and amazing. I'm, I'm starting to realize we bragged oh, about wow. this two weeks ago, and we, we still and haven't. We still haven't done we it. Still haven't but done you can it, get so. cocktails from your favorite places, and they'll we just must, like serve it. To we you must do this tomorrow. I want <laughs> tomorrow. Yeah, I want like a full documentation of this experience. For, We're just so used to drinking at home. Our bar is amazing. No, but we uh, we should tomorrow. Tomorrow we'll we'll write up a little like blog about how amazing oh, yeah. takeout alcohol see it. is. So, <laughs> yeah, I want to know if it's yes. everything that we dreamed it could be. Because I mean, I here here in our oppressive Commonwealth of Pennsylvania. The uh the the state government runs the liquor stores. Yeah. yeah. So they shut those down. But recent development, you can order online. You <gasps> order your booze online from the state. What? So obviously, the the state coffers were getting a little thin. They're they like, like wait a minute, this booze selling machine. Going <laughs> these parents are teaching from home. We better get alcohol. You have got to get some liquor to these parents <laughs> now. <laughs> they're gonna start driving to New York to get their booze. <laughs> Well, I think it's that way in Ohio, too, because people, I saw that on the news today, that people were driving across state lines. Oh, interesting. I, I, I went I'm sure there's a lot of, like, yeah, crossing across the... West I'm Virginia, sure they are. Going, me, yeah. It's like going to Canada panic, when you're underage. To, yeah, no, yeah. Gotta go to I mean, I, living 20 yeah. minutes away from that, guilty. Um, <laughs> oh, many, <laughs> <Yeah>. many times. <laughs> It's a two-hour trip here, so uh, twenty oh, minutes. You're, right. you're pretty close too. All right, yeah, that's yeah. awesome. Um, <laughs> your my, stores are later. my niece's <laughs> fiance lives in the UK, and uh, his parents own a restaurant there, and they've completely shut down. They're like allowed out once a day for exercise, is what he said. I'm like, how are wow. they monitoring that? <laughs> but anyway, uh, the interesting anecdote about alcohol is that. They are afraid of like looting or breaking in. And so they took all of the alcohol from their restaurant. And it's just like in laundry baskets in their living room at home because they didn't want to leave it in the store. That's true, though. I mean, I'm like, you're never going to go dry there. It'll be safe in my living room. You know what? It'll be safe in my stomach. Let's let's move to more <laughs> stomach. <laughs> I'll have the perfect place to keep all this alcohol. Well, um, uh, <laughs> uh, the, the final thought I have on that is if you need an excuse to drink, uh, we're really finding a lot of talk about the world is changing. We're seeing neighbors and people from far away by playing video games online where 
there's social games you can play sure. like uh, from Jackbox or others that mm -hmm. uh, uh, you can just get all together and everyone's got their, their they enter their answers to their phone and they can you can use things like Zoom sessions or Google Hangouts to communicate with each so, other yeah. and it gives you just a chance to hang out. We've done it with you guys, Tina. We, we should bring you in on the next one. And, <laughs> uh, it's just a fun time to just yeah. bring people together real quick. It's pretty easy to do. Too. It is, and like we yeah. do. Google Hangouts mm -hmm. like this. We've used FaceTime, group chat, house party is kind of fun because it lets party. you know when people are like, I had my neighbor and my mom and we were all just chatting about nothing. It was just <laughs> like house party is kind of a fun app. It people like, makes you feel just, connected. People are open yeah. to just talking. Yeah. 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 So anyway. People are coming together. Yeah, it's really the uh, it's the adult contact that's really missing. Yeah. It's, so this is yes, really nice yeah. to do that, this. It's yeah. hard to do. So that's, that's part mm -hmm. of the reason we do this. Another part yeah. is because, well, I guess it's the same reason. We just miss all these guys. Shouldn't you uh, be in bed? All right. Um, all right. We got to get this kid to bed. It's almost 10 o'clock on the East Coast, Tina. Uh, so um, before yes. we uh, let everybody go, um, would you like to share any kind of uh, words of uh, wisdom or inspiration or anything else to help anyone listening uh, kind of find their way through this? Um. I guess kind of like what you touched on a little bit before. Um, I want everyone to like delve into their sense of community. We're isolated, but there's yeah. little things you can do to help out. Absolutely. Um, a bunch of us here like sent, um, donated meals and delivered meals to the um, ER and the nurses across the street over here where I'm at, at the hospital. Um, helping just an encouraging word to your frontline grocery workers, direct care, direct um, health services, stuff like that. Just help out a neighbor in need. It, just something small. Be mindful. That's all. Sure. I, yeah. Always have a contingency plan, too. If, we, no. if we're learning anything now, a contingency plan, a backup plan to get through this times like this, sure. it does wonders. Yeah. Yes, yeah, it's, it's definitely... Words. It's definitely cash under the mattress season right now. So, <laughs> yeah, like I like I said, I I don't think I would have been able to fly out if I did not have that in hand. Yeah, yeah. like uh, our, Chris, our, our grandfather notoriously like squirreled away cash in his house, and no. it was crazy. But, but he grew up in a time when. You know, they had gone through some yeah, serious stuff, true. and people were like, "We are that's not true. doing that again. Mm -hmm. Save your money. Don't cash give it to that bank." Yeah. You know what? Mm -hmm. Exactly. So on a candid note, I was raised by my grandparents, hence why mm -hmm. yeah. the rush to home. Sure. Um, and that's exactly what they taught me as well. Yeah. 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 Well, and I, I was just going to say, you know, for, that was the mentality that was learned from the Depression era. It's going to be interesting to see what type of things that the kids learned from the sanitation era. Walking 10 feet away Walking, from people. Or, or at least washing <laughs> a little bit more. Who knows what type of practices are going to come out of this, not to mention a lot of the remote stuff we were talking about already. So. I just, I wanted to add something really quick. I know we're out of time here, but um, it's easy to get wrapped up in like the Facebook perfect world where you're mm. looking at everybody else's life and thinking that you're inadequate or you're maybe not doing what, what you could be doing. And yeah. I think that social media is extremely important right now to feel connected and to feel like you're part of a bigger thing and you're a part of this community, but just keep it with, a keep the things that you see as like, that's what that one thing that one person did today. Okay, yeah. Like that's that one thing. And maybe like you can use them as ideas, but like, Let's not we also have let's those, not beat ourselves up. We also have those low points. We all have the low points. We're all right in the wave here. Yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah don't. Um, act, yeah, sorry, and yeah. not to interrupt, yeah. but to actually kind of like piggyback on yeah. your point too. 
Um, what I've seen a lot, at least out here, just in general with the Seattle area, is a lot of people like to stay within their own bubble. Um, uh-huh. Especially I'm seeing it now during this time. I challenge everyone to extend it outside of their bubble. Someone who you mm. norm, someone who you do you see, yeah, um, that's in trouble. That that could sure. use that a little bit of help or a little bit of guidance. Absolutely. Um, Someone yeah, that yeah, needs a, a social connection that maybe won't have it otherwise because mm-hmm. they don't have family around or they don't have, you know, like reach yeah. out to those people. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, don't don't crop out the mess in the corner before you post your picture on Facebook. Uh, <laughs> Let's leave there that. There's no shame now. right now. Don't do that. <laughs> uh, don't crop it out. Leave it there so we all feel good about ourselves, right? Well, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Do you yeah. think you want to inspire you want to say? Right? It's going to be okay. You think? We'll get over it. That's the spirit. Hey. Oh my god! I hope. <laughs> depends well, I on mean, when. You, hey, depends I mean, on when not, you catch you, me. <laughs> you were not talking that way earlier, honey. You were like, someone in this house is getting thrown out. So you know what? half the days I'm like, I can't stop crying, and the other half of the days I'm like, we got this. You know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was up till it was up until today. Today I was just I, I, I was done. Yeah, yeah, you know. Grab that. And then I went upstairs. This was last night. To watch the rest of the Tiger King. <laughs> and someone. Uh, hey, hey, I'm not taking the. I just want to know the reason that the Netflix was not working had nothing to do with me. It was not your fault. <laughs> it was not my fault. And we're going to get that fixed. All right. I can see where this is going. We're going to watch that Tiger King. It was his father. And I called him today. And I said, we have a problem. And he's like, What's wrong? What's wrong with the kids? Is Matt okay? Are you okay? I was like, they're fine. No. I don't know what happened on the end of Tiger King. <laughs> I need Tiger King. Tears are streaming down your face. You're like, I can't even watch my show. <laughs> and then, That's you know, Mr. Good. Jokes, Mr. Jokes himself. I was like, this is a serious time. <laughs> I need to know. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, <laughs> my small world problems. <laughs> There's some serious problems, serious self quarantine problems. All right, um, the kid is going off. That's our signal to get out of here. Tina from Seattle, thank you very much for uh, thank you for having me at this on. late hour. Um, we must bring you back again and uh, stay strong. And hey, since you mentioned it, uh, thank you for all the good work you're doing with all the uh, all the yes, events out yes, there. Yes, that is important you. work, especially thank right you. now. Right so, up there, you get up the good work. Thank, Thank you very you. much. Keep a close eye on Junior. Chris and Elaine, and we'll see you around. Yeah, Bye, my guys. Wife, I love you very much. Bye. We'll get through this. All right, everybody. See you next time. Check out, listen to your parents, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Keep up on the action. We'll see you next time. You got this, guys. You got Send it. Help. <laughs> Send help. Send <laughs> help. This show is a member of the Sorgatron Media Podcast Network. Find out more at sorgatronmedia.com.